Hello and welcome, boot campers. You are listening to the Mike Minute edition of the Business Boot Camp Podcast. That's where I, your host, Mike Andes, gives you a few power-packed moments of business talk, opinion, and advice. All right, everyone, today on the Mike Minute, we are going to be talking about seven steps and two tips for dealing with angry customers. All right, if you're in the service business, and remember, if just about everyone's in the service business because you're always servicing a client or an end consumer, if you're in that sort of business where you're serving, you have clients, you're go, there's always going to be a time when they don't think you meet their standards or you aren't following up on what you've promised uh, or something goes wrong and they're going to become angry. They didn't get their uh, their product shipped to them fast enough. They didn't get their widget sent to them nicely in a nice little email. They couldn't open up the link. Uh, the, the plumbing fell apart once you were done working on it. Their insurance wasn't wor- didn't work for them once they got in a car accident. It goes on and on and on. We're all going to have a time in our life when we have an angry customer. I don't care if you serve coffee because you can make it too hot or too cold. Or if you are building a house, you're always going to have an angry customer at some point in time in your career as an entrepreneur. So what are the seven steps and two tips that I'm going to give to you today to deal with angry customers, all right? First off, you've got to remain calm, all right? Many times when someone attacks your business, they might swear, whatever they do, uh, they get all mad and very vocal and emotional about it. It's hard not to react. And so what I want you to do is remain proactive and not reactive by remaining calm, all right? So maintain control of yourself. And that's even if the customer is yelling at you, if you're on a phone call and they're screaming at you, remain calm, all right? That's number one. Number two, don't take it personally, all right? Now, you got to remember that the reason that your consumer, your client, your customer uh, is mad is because of the service that you're providing to them. It's not because they hate you as a person or they don't like your family or that they just think that you're the worst individual that's ever walked the face of the earth. That's not why. They are they they might not be uh perfectly satisfied with your product, your service, what you're doing, how your employees are operating your company, but they're not mad at you personally. So you got to put put aside the whole personal like they're taking me on uh like as a one-on-one battle between the two of you. So don't take it personally. Number 3. Use your best listening skills, all right? Too often as business owners when someone comes against our company and starts to says derogatory and negative things about us or our service or whatever we do, many times we right away are trying to defend or in our mind trying to uh, formulate the best uh, way of overcoming what they their uh, objections or what they're, uh, what they're unsatisfied with, their complaints. Uh, but many times the best thing to do in this situation is to listen because what you're trying to do here, I don't know, I'm not just telling you to listen and, you know, just shut up and be, then start listening. What you're actually listening for is really what the true complaint, what the heart of the issue is, because they might be saying that it wasn't shipped fast enough, but what they're really saying is that they needed it two weeks ago. Um, so you need to listen carefully because two weeks ago might have been their wedding and they needed a certain product right then and there. And although they hadn't paid for quick delivery uh, and, it, and it, the shipment is just right on time, they might get still be getting mad at you. 
and truly the it's not because the product got shipped two weeks late it was because they didn't have it for their wedding two weeks ago so you got to listen carefully and listen for what the true heart of the problem is because many times we'll interject so fast and start talking and defending ourselves and our company that we we don't even let them talk and tell us what their real issue, what their real problem is. And trust me, they're not just coming at you to make you mad or get mad themselves or to, you know, burn some time screaming at you. They have an issue. They have a problem that you, they want to be solved. So keep your ears open, your mouth shut, and your eyes open to what m might be that true, real desire, that real need that you can still uh, fulfill within them even though they aren't happy with you. All right? Number four actively sympathize all right now this one you got to be careful with careful with i don't need to sympathize like you know every, this is this uh this saying you know the customer is always right and i don't agree with that because the customer isn't right all right so if it's zero degrees outside right freezing frigid cold 30 mile an hour when it's just freezing and your client your says Man, it's a beautiful day today. It's like 80 degrees outside and everyone's down at the beach. They are not right. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't agree with them, all right? So the, the customer isn't always right, but you should still always agree with the customer, all right? So what I mean by that is if someone calls you and they are livid and they are mad and they're, they're unhappy with what you've done, or how you've serviced them or the product you, you've given or sold to them, and they're just livid, right? What I want you to do is to listen, number one, and number two, I want you to agree with them. Agreement is probably one of the most powerful persuasion tools and listening techniques that there is in the world because when you agree with someone, they lower all their their uh, their uh, offense. They lower, they are attacking you and they're going after you and they're expecting almost like a defense for you to be uh, defending your company and defending your product and defending what happened. And even though you might be right, I still want you to agree with them. That doesn't mean say that they're correct and that their way of looking at it's correct, but to agree with them and then state what you feel or how you would go about it. For I want you to do this for two reasons. Number one, when you agree with them, it's powerful. We just talked about that. Number two, when you agree with someone and then you start stating what you, your opinion is, it comes across in a much better way. Just from your standpoint, you come across as less offensive and less aggressive when you're trying to express your point, all right? So actively sympathize, that's number four, and you, you want to agree with people. Like, for instance, if someone, like, this is this just happened to me a few days ago. Someone uh, emailed me actually, and they started going off about how their lawn. Uh, they live in a very nice neighborhood, and it's not a huge job, but it's it's considerable. A weekly uh, a, a lawn care client that we have, and so she emailed me, and she was like, "My lawn looks horrible, and and uh, it's the worst thing in the neighborhood, and I'm ashamed, and just going on and on, right? Because we had just done a bunch of uh, work on putting two new topsoil in." and thatching and aeration so it's natural for it to kind of look dead for a while right and I knew that I knew that it usually takes a couple uh, months for it to come back because she had had soil issues in the past and all this other stuff right so I could have been like hey I know what I'm talking about I'm the pro here I've done this a hundred times and just just trust me but what I actually did is she emailed me she just going off sent me this long email and it was on the weekend and everything so I emailed back the first thing I said was I totally agree with you, period. That was the first sentence that I put in my email. And I guarantee you that when she read that, all her guards went down. 
Because now she realized that I wasn't coming against her, but now I was on her side. I agreed with her. And so then right after I agreed with her, I then just explained in a very calm way. I don't know how you do that on email, but in a very calm way, explained my uh, reasoning and how the lawn was going to be okay in a couple months and it was all going to be okay. And eventually it was, the whole situation was resol resolved, although at the at first it was on the brink of losing her as a client. She was already considering getting some other service and stuff. But by agreeing with a client, agreeing with a person, this doesn't just work in business, folks. This works in your personal life. It works when you're public speaking, when you're coming confrontation, because we're all going to come at some point in time with a person or an organization or a business or whatever it might be that doesn't like us, uh, comes in some attacks us or comes against us in some way. Agreeing with them lowers their offense it lowers those those walls that they've put up between you and them and if you can get those down you're gonna be a whole lot better negotiating a solution to the problem all right number five apologize gracefully so you've agreed with them now i want you to apologize to them and i don't want you to do this in like this really has to come from the heart it has to be very genuine and sincere that you apologize that you've done something wrong and you need to take blame for it Perhaps it wasn't totally your fault, but hey, if a client is unhappy, you should be apologizing. Regardless of how picky they are, something went wrong, it was someone else's fault, you should still apologize because your job as a service provider or a product provider is to make clients happy, to fulfill their needs, and if you're not doing that, you should be apologizing. Make it sure it's from the heart. Number six, find a solution. So when someone calls you and they are, they're unhappy and they're, they're mad and angry at you, or their client, whatever it might be, they are not looking for a solution when they first call you. They're looking just to make a point usually, especially the ones that are really mad. The ones that are really mad, they don't. They just want to call you and just kind of blow off some steam, right? But what you want to do as a business owner is take it from an attack that they're kind of putting on you and just they might be blowing off steam. Try to find a solution, all right? So remember, remember what we said before, when they call you, they're actually looking to, they're just unhappy that you didn't fulfill their need. So once you're able to uncover what their true needs are and you've listened to them, um, what you need to do is find a solution. All right, they might have, going back to our previous example, they might have needed something two weeks ago for their wedding and you were not able to get it to them and now they're calling you and they're super mad. What's a solution? And you're like, well, it happened two weeks ago. You can't really help it. Okay, well, maybe the solution is giving them uh, a free one for the next wedding event that they have. Say their their uh, their friend or their family member, whoever wedding comes next, you could tell them, we're going to do it for free, although you're going to get the same product in two weeks. Do something, find a solution, and sometimes finding a solution, you're going to have to go above and beyond the call of duty, and we're going to get into that in a little bit. All right, number seven, take a few minutes on your own. Number seven, take a few minutes on your own. So when someone calls or leaves an email or sends you a letter, whatever it might be, and they are mad, what you need to do is not respond right away because as humans, our instinctive uh, fight or flight uh, thing that's wired into us, you're going to want to fight back. And so what you need to do is take a few minutes, all right? So when people call me and they're unhappy or they're mad and I'm out on the job or I'm with, like doing a landscaping job, I don't respond right away. I make sure I leave my phone or iPad or whatever, put it back in the truck, go do a little bit of work, burn off a little steam myself so that when I come back, I can do the first six steps really good. 
of course, starting with number one, that's remaining calm, all right? So in order to do that, sometimes you're going to have to take a few minutes before you respond back to a client, all right? Now, I want to end things off. We had seven steps for dealing with angry customers, but uh, I want to give you two steps, two uh, uh, tips that I have found very useful. But let's first review those seven steps. So number one, remain calm. Number two, don't take it personally. Number three, use your best listening skills. Number four, actively sympathize. Remember that you got to agree with the customer. Number five, apologize gracefully. Number six, find a solution. And number seven, take a few minutes on your own. All right, now, I got two tips for you guys, of course, dealing with unhappy clients. I want to give you a little formula I got, a little formula I've made up. It's called, here it goes, okay? I'm going to give you a formula. Unhappy client equals opportunity to showcase service. I'm going to say that again. It's very deep. Unhappy client equals opportunity to showcase service. All right, you got to turn every unhappy client, every uh, complaint from your customer base as an opportunity to just blow them away. Some of my most religious, most uh, uh, valuable clients that I have today are the ones who initially had a problem or they weren't happy with my service 100% and I just came back with like 110% customer service. I might have done something free for them, just showed up and given them something I might have done it like given them the whole month for free done stuff that usually you they would never even dream of and it kind of it's kind of cool because they'll come after you like oh like coming after you all mad and angry and when you come back at them with like just giving them stuff it's almost like they're confused like okay, I just went after them all angry and then they come back and just give me stuff. They make me so happy. They solve my needs. They go above and beyond what everyone else in, in the marketplace is doing and they just over-service me like crazy, me, crazy, treat me like I'm a million bucks. Those are the people that when they come back years later and you look back at your uh, books, they're the ones that stuck to you. They're the ones that give referrals. They're the ones that are promoting your brand and your company around the, the whole neighborhood, around the community. And those are going to be your evangelists. Those are going to be the people that are really going to work for you because they have just been blown away by your customer service. So turn that unhappy client into an opportunity where you can showcase your service. All right. And number two, my tip, it really goes along with step number four, which is actively sympathize. And I've already talked about it, but you've got to always agree with people. And this doesn't just happen to do with business. Like I said, if you agree with your spouse when they're, they're just going off at you, just watch them change their whole per, per uh, their whole body language, their whole way they're speaking. It, because, th like I said, it's it's basically you're putting yourself on their side. Why? Because you're agreeing with them. And when you're on their side, I promise you, could they can take a whole lot of criticism. They can take a whole lot of uh, comments from you and your opinion a whole lot better if you agree with them. That's the Mike Minute for today, folks. If you have unhappy clients, it's your opportunity to showcase your service. Have a good one.